Hello again, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Animation Fascination. I'm Mark Fibber, and with me again is Stanford Clark. Hello. This podcast focuses on the world of animation. Each news episode, we feature all the latest news from around the animation industry, whether it's traditionally hand-drawn, computer-generated, or stop-motion. If it's animated, it's up for discussion. Yeah, so we have a bunch of stuff to talk to you guys about this week. Uh, Rio came out this past weekend in theaters. Uh, Captain America just nearly beat it. Uh, I think it was like uh, maybe by two, three million dollars difference for the one and two spots of the box office. So we'll be talking about that and a few other things when we come back. So see you guys in a few seconds. and reviews for the week. Uh, the first thing we're going to be talking about, I got a little while ago uh, and tested it out with my son's PS3 and and my iPhone. Uh, these decals from decalgirl.com, which I guess kind of seems like they're marketing towards only towards one gender. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I mean, they do have like some cool decals for, for like guys on there too, like the Monsters University and Incredibles ones, and they have like Tron and some other ones available on there too. The MU one's actually pretty cool. We have it on yeah. PS3 now. Posted some pictures a while back, and then there's one for the the PS3 controller as well. Yeah, you sent me some pictures of the ones you put on uh, the MU ones. I thought they yeah. were cool. The only thing is now, like if I ever wanted to trade in the PS3 so I could get a PS4, I don't want to trade that one in now that I've got the. Oh uh, yeah. I I guess you can take them off. That's just very tricky and you might not be able to like get them on as well as you did like to another like say if i took that off that one right. and put on another one uh but then like they have glossy finishes and the matte finishes i like the the matte finish on that because it's easier to to get on the the ps3 that way especially because the ps3 is matted itself it, it was easier to fix like a mistake if i try to pull it off there but i, I like the the incredibles decal as well and I would definitely say to, ch- to check that site out. It's decalgirl.com. And they're, they're really nice, too, so I would definitely be looking into get, getting more in the future. Um, the next one, I don't... Did we talk about this? I can't remember. Or not. I think we mentioned that it was getting released, but I'm not... I don't think we talked about it at any... Oh, yeah, because I, I didn't know if we talked about it, like, on the show or, like, if we talked in between, like, oh, that's segments true. and then I, like, edited it out or... <laughs> Yeah, I don't recall. But yeah, uh, Scooby-Doo WrestleMania mystery. Uh, WrestleMania was just on recently, the actual WrestleMania. Uh, I haven't watched wrestling in like over 10 years or so. Oh, seriously? Ditto. So I, I, I know who some of the people are that are on this, because they were around when I was watching it, but the other people, I, I have no idea who they are. But it was it was interesting to, to see... Uh, scooby-doo and like you know the, the whole mystery inc gang interact with these wrestlers uh it was also interesting to see shaggy without his shirt on something that i never thought i would i would see in an official scooby-doo <laughs> movie <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah disturbing 
Uh, but I mean, the best career move Matthew Lillard ever made was being Shaggy in the live action Scooby Doo movies because he's been doing the voice of Shaggy in pretty much the past few animated series that have been out and all these uh, direct to video films too. So I mean, he's, got, he's gotten plenty of work out of being Shaggy now. So yeah, it's pretty awesome. Uh, yeah, I mean, if 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 you're a big fan of wrestling and Scooby-Doo, this is the perfect movie for you. Uh, because, I mean, uh, John Cena does the voice of himself. Michael Cole does the voice of himself. Kane does the voice of himself. AJ Lee, uh, Santino, Marilla, The Miz, Triple H, Mr. McMahon, Vince McMahon. They all do the, the voice voices of themselves in this. So that's Mark, something. Oh, go ahead. I uh, uh, go ahead. You can sign. Yeah, I was wondering if you could give us a little rundown of the... Uh... Of what the storyline is. Uh, the mystery begins when Shaggy and Scooby win tickets to WrestleMania and convince the crew to go with them to WWE City. But the city harbors a spooky secret. A ghastly ghost bear holds the town in his terrifying grip. Protect the coveted WWE Championship title. The gang gets help from WWE superstars like John Cena, Triple H, Sansara, Brodus Clay, AJ Lee, The Miz, and Kane. Watch Scooby and the gang grapple solving this case before it's too late. All right. Sounds yeah. very Scooby-Doo-ish. The, the, bear, <laughs> the bear looks kind of like a werewolf mixed with a bear. So it's interesting they went with a bear, too. So, <laughs> but, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's it's worth at least renting, especially if you like Scooby-Doo. If you like Scooby-Doo, right. And buying if you like wrestling, too. There's a behind-the-scenes... With Scooby-Doo and the WWE gang, which is like a, a look at the voice recording sessions with the WWE cast and the the Mystery Inc. cast. So that's interesting. Uh, and then there's WrestleManiacs, a bonus, a pup named Scooby-Doo episode. Wow. Yeah, so you get to, to watch a pup named Scooby-Doo. Do you, do you remember that show? Yes, I do. I always worked, wondered where that worked out timeline-wise, if that was supposed to be like alternate universe kind of scooby-doo stuff this is my problem when i was a kid watching like cartoons and stuff i was trying to put logic into a lot of these <laughs> but sometimes there's there's no logic yet to be had it's like yeah it was like just another how, how because i know like there's supposed to be teenagers in like the original scooby-doo so and they're about like i don't know like eight or nine maybe ten that might be stretching a little bit in, in the pup named Scooby-Doo. So I was wondering how old Scooby-Doo would then sp is supposed to be in, like, you know, the original Scooby-Doo series. Yeah. He'd be, like, a super old dog. <laughs> Especially if it, I mean, if it was, if they were, like, in their mid-teens, mid like, he'd be, I don't know, maybe he wouldn't be that old. I don't know. But he, he'd still be an older dog that I don't want to be able to be doing all this stuff. Although he's also a talking dog. So, again... <laughs> Too much logic, Mark. <laughs> yeah. uh, going going from Scooby Doo and WrestleMania, we'll go to the Best of Bogart collection. <laughs> nice awesome. Segue. Uh, and the reason I'm talking about this is that with with the set, uh, kind of like they did with the original releases for, uh, what was it, Casablanca and Treasure Sierra Madre and Maltese Falcon and African Queen. Those are all included on here, and they have. The original, uh, like you know, you know, Looney Tunes did a few episodes that were kind of 
I don't know how to exactly say it. Like, you know how they they were uh, homages to, like, Casablanca? And, right. So, like, they have those episodes on these, on these Blu-rays as well. Oh, so cool. That's pretty okay. awesome to check those out. And they're in standard definition still, but, I mean, I still get them on the Blu-ray, so, I mean, that's pretty nice. And I, I really enjoy having these all together. I only had the Maltese Falcon by itself on Blu-ray for a while. My my dad's favorite film is the the African Queen, so I was glad to finally be able to watch that. And, and I mean, Casablanca is a classic film. These are all classic films, so it's definitely worth adding to your collection just because of that, if not for the, the animation that they include on there as well. Mark, how many discs are in the in the collection? Is each movie on one disc? Yeah, or each movie they... gets one disc each. Okay. Uh, and, and then that... there's a short... You know, on each disc as appropriate. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and then like the 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 shorts are are on like each of those things. So like the Casablanca related uh, Looney Tune short is on that one. Okay. And then there's one the Maltese Falcon disc as well. So yeah, definitely worth your oh, yeah. your money and your time to check this out. And then if you you like Humphrey Bogart, I'd say check out the the Woody Allen movie, play it against Sam after you watch Casablanca. <laughs> <laughs> True. Because yeah, his character is obsessed with yeah. Humphrey Bogart, and that, so it's definitely like a good kind of double feature to, to watch those two together. Yes. Yeah, and then another interesting segue, we'll go from that to Disney's The Pirate Fairy uh, that came out recently as well with the voice of Tom Hiddleston coming on as Captain Hook uh, and Christine Hendricks as Zarina. It was interesting how they they did this. This is the first Tinkerbell movie that had like a time jump in it. Like there's a whole bunch of stuff that happens in the beginning, and then it jumps ahead a year. Uh, so I thought that was interesting. Periwinkle shows up again from The Secret of the Wings, though since the voice actor they had doing her voice for the last film, I don't know if they weren't available. But uh, Periwinkle never speaks during. Whenever, when, so whenever she see, like she appears and like she flies like, around, like waves at like Tinkerbell at one point, or like they call back to like Tinkerbell and her wings, you know, react the way that they did when they're close to each other. Uh, I thought this was interesting. It tied it a little bit closer together to, I guess, getting closer to Peter when, Pan. Yeah, right. Peter Pan, and like that's, that's another interesting way that they marketed the cover of this. It says from the world of Peter Pan. Mm-hmm. On the cover, and they didn't. They don't have that in any of the other ones that I can recall. No, I don't think they do on those other ones. Although I'm not the one to ask, but yeah. I don't recall hearing that. Yeah, I can. I, I've seen all, all the Tinkerbell movies, <laughs> uh, and it, that's also interesting. Like what they they did with the titling is because like the first few were Tinkerbell and Tinkerbell the, and the whatever. And I also liked what they were doing with the spines in those. Is like they have the Pixie Hollow Tree, and those those first three. If you put them together, the spines have the the tree like like make a bigger picture of the tree on the bottom of the spine, which I thought was cool. And like their like the initial idea was that each film was going to be about like a, like a different season, which you can kind of see with like the first uh, one being the spring, uh, and then there's the fall, and then Secret of the Wings is like the winter. I'm not really, I mean, I think maybe Great Fairy Rescue is supposed to be the summer, but. I liked how they were doing that with the spines, and then they stopped titling Tinkerbell, and the, and they didn't do that with the spines anymore. So now, like, all the different films are in different spots in my collection. It's messing with my OCD. <laughs> but, 
but yeah, I, I liked I like when like they do that with like art on on like boxes and stuff like that too. So that was kind of sucked that they stopped doing that. But uh, I liked this one for the most part. I liked the idea of like uh, the the dust alchemy and like coming up with like different things so that like the different furs I guess could have different powers and that was kind of what they played with for a bit because all of the main fairies in the the film their 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 powers get switched around because of Zarina. So that was interesting. We get introduced to the the famous crocodile from the Peter Pan films. So and, okay, <laughs> who's speaking of you know yeah being young like Scooby yeah young, young Scooby Doo? It's a young crocodile. He's at least like that in the preview. Is that right? Yeah, he's like he's he's a, he hatches. He's a baby. He hatches. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, that sinks up, I, w- I would think, because, I mean, crocodiles can live for a very long time. Oh, sure. That, you know, yeah, that fits more into an appropriate timeline. And, and, and the, there's a very nice cameo from a character from the Peter Pan series uh, near the end of the film, mid-credits, no less, much like Marvel does, maybe because Tom Hiddleston was in this. Uh, but, yeah, I'm not going to ruin that, but the voice is very... Very. I don't know if it's the same actor, or if it was the actor that did it in the in in a different Peter Pan universe film. Uh, but it's it sounds very close to what we've heard in other other films and renditions of that character. So I don't want to ruin it, but it, it was a cool little thing to to see that that person come back at near the the middle of the credits of this. And and with this, this is actually I guess like the second to the last Peter Pan or not Peter Pan not. Tinkerbell film they're doing because uh, there's a, a small teaser trailer in here to the the Never Beast, which is apparently supposed to be the the last film in the Tinkerbell yeah. series. Yeah, I've heard that too. So I'm not sure if they're gonna try to like tie it all together or if that like if that's even something they want to do. Because like, I always figured like where they would end these would be like like it would be Tinkerbell meeting Peter Pan or something. Peter like Pan. That. So I mean, maybe they might do the same kind of thing, you know, like somewhere near the end of that film, like she meets him or something like that. I don't know, but we'll see. Uh, there's some cool bonus features on here. Speaking of that, the second star to the right, the legacy of Neverland. There's a, a cool kind of history about Disney and Neverland and the story of Peter Pan and Tinkerbell and whatnot. So that that was cool to check out. There's a crockumentary that's a very um, kid-oriented documentary like explaining the differences between crocodiles and alligators and whatnot so so that's kind of interesting for like little kids to check out uh there's deleted scenes from the film which are kind of just like alternate versions of things that are actually in there and then there's the making of the frigate that flies which is the song that the pirates sing in it and you can see tom hiddleston singing the song so that's, that's pretty cool as well but yeah i would say i mean if you've already seen the rest of these these are all, like, surprisingly not... I mean, you would go in assuming that these aren't going to be that great of a film, but they're, I mean, they're actually entertaining to watch, so I would say definitely give it a rent and at least check it out. Uh, so, the the next one is Saving Mr. Banks, and you've seen that, that film, so what did, you, what did you think about that? You know, Mark, I, I, I thought it was a really great film. Uh, the... Uh... Of course, the acting was was what really uh, made it great. But in, interesting narrative and an interesting view into 
the uh, the creative process, I think, of making making a film. So, and then just being a Disney junkie, I just I loved it. I loved the, you know that uh, kind of that whole recreation of of uh, what the Disney Studios was like. You know, at least in some of those interiors and things that they that they filmed and and uh, really. I really enjoyed it a lot. What did you think of it? Yeah, I really enjoyed it as well. I liked Emma Thompson's portrayal of P.L. Oh, Travers, yeah. and I liked Tom Hanks as Walt Disney, but I could, I didn't really see Walt Disney. I just saw Tom Hanks as Walt Disney. I mean, I, I, I thought he was very, he acted very well in it, but I really couldn't see anybody else other than Tom Hanks. Yeah. You know, I think that the film got criticized for maybe not divulging everything or, or kind of glossing over some of the yeah. stuff or whatever, not being completely accurate. But I really liked what Floyd Norman had to say about it in his blog that he, he keeps. And he was, he, he, uh, I think that they consulted with him on the film since he was there, you know? Oh yeah. I mean, <laughs> and the, and the, um, Richard Sherman was on the set as well. Like, you know, working yes. with, with Jason Schwartzman since he plays Richard Sherman. And, uh, think that they you know they feel like they captured the essence of what the experience was like which which i, th- I th- think was important and i thought it was really really a, a nicely done film yeah uh, i mean yeah and the the film is is actually like way more about pl travers than it yes. is about walt disney walt so. disney he's walt disney is just i mean he's always he's a big factor but still a very much a supporting character in the Definitely. in the in the narrative yes uh, and, and there's there's pretty awesome bonus features on here. Well, actually, if you have the Mary Poppins Blu-ray, there's kind of a bonus feature on there that I think should have probably been on this one uh, because it, it's Richard Sherman and Jason Schwartzman like talking about the music of Mary Poppins. So I, it's interesting. Like it could fit on either either mm-hmm. one of these Blu-rays. I've seen some countries that they're actually doing box sets where you can get Saving Mr. Banks and Mary Poppins together. Uh, which is kind of cool if you save some money that way. Um, but one of the bonus features on here is the Walt Disney Studios from Poppins to the present. Uh, and you can join the director of the film, John Lee Hancock, on a tour of the Disney Studios lot, which is pretty cool. And then you can reflect on the studio life during the making Mary Poppins and then discover like how Walt's creative spirit still flourishes in the studio today. And then there's also Let's Go Fly a Kite, where the cast and crew break out in a rousing, heartfelt tribute to composer Richard Sherman on the, the last day of filming. And then there's also some deleted scenes as well, too. So, yeah. And then you can also watch this on Disney Movies Anywhere, because you get yes. a nice digital HD uh, copy of it. Same thing with Pirate Fairy, you get that on there, too. Uh, yeah, so definitely worth checking both those out. The next one just came out today as we record on april 15th uh secret life of walter mitty uh, this was actually one of my favorite movies that came out last year did you get a chance to check this out i did and i thought that was a great movie yeah, yeah. really really nicely done yeah I, I really enjoyed it a lot it looks fantastic on blu-ray like when i was watching it in theaters i was like man this is gonna be one of those movies that looks fantastic on blu-ray just because of the, the imagery in the film and the yes. way that it's shot uh all the bonus features on it are pretty cool too there's some alternate and deleted and extended scenes uh there's a bunch of small like two to three minute like little featurettes on here about the making of the film but you put them all together that i think they're maybe they're about half an hour so it's a, a good making of about the film anywhere from like the look of like the titles or um, like the way that he 
did cinematography or like stunts and stuff like that in the film. Uh, there's a music video for Stay Alive by Jose Gonzalez, who also does some of the vocals in the composed music in the film. And then there's a previs for uh, one of the scenes in the film that was Adam Scott and Ben Stiller, uh, you know, with the, the Stretch Armstrong. And you can yeah. see the original previs for that is, is crazy. <laughs> so I would definitely say check that out because that's pretty interesting to watch as well. Uh, I, I wish there had been a commentary in here. There seems like there's less and less commentaries that they put out. I know. It's really a bummer. That, yeah. Uh... yeah, that was one of the things that I, I liked most about, like, DVDs, like, when they first came out and, and Blu-rays was the, the audio commentary. I mean, they could always release that some other way, like a, as like a podcast where you could download it and watch it the, with and sync it up that way. But I would like to see like more films have commentaries on them like they used to. I mean, that's like my favorite part, like hearing the, what the actors or the writers, producers or directors have to say about like what went into making the film as they're watching it themselves. So, yeah, I, I would definitely say pick that up. That was, like I said, that was one of my favorite movies from last year. I think it was like in my top five, so... Check that out. And I, Ben Stiller's movies that he directs are always pretty awesome as well, like that, Zoolander, Tropic Thunder, Cable Guy. Yeah. Uh, I haven't seen Reality Bites yet, but that was like one of the first films he directed, and so I'd, I'd like to check that out eventually. Yeah, but, you should check that out too. And the last one is Walking with Dinosaurs, the movie. Uh, this was also available as a 3D Blu-ray. I only got the 2D Blu-ray. Uh, this is kind of... If you guys remember um, Disney's Dinosaur, uh, it's similar to that, or it's because uh, a lot of uh, Disney's Dinosaur, like there was like real live action. Uh, yeah, they use like live action backgrounds, yeah. right? Yeah, that's they... kind of, and that's kind of like what they did with this, with like the CG dinosaurs in live action backgrounds. Uh, so I mean, and Justin Long does, and John Leguizamo do the voices. Of the two characters, or the two dinosaurs in here that we follow, uh, but they're like the dinosaurs aren't talking. They're, it's kind of, um, kind of like how they did it in like the, the Incredible Journey, Homeward Bound movies. You know, where, okay, where, so like Michael J. Fox was, was voicing voice, Chance, but like but the mouths are moving. Yeah, so more or less like they're you know, thought, interesting. thought communicating okay. with each other. So that was interesting. Uh, and my, my son enjoyed it. We like, we both like dinosaurs. It's, I, I would have liked to see in like the actual, you know, the real walking with dinosaurs show that they have going on. Yes. And that they tour, that they tour with, right? Yeah. And they've also done like a how to train your dragon version of that, that I really wanted to see too. Uh, but like, I think that's only been like in Los Angeles and like Australia and like areas like that. So, uh, there's interactive maps, uh, dinosaur guide, and, and uh, Brainiosaur trivia track on here. So you can check out some stuff like and kids can learn more about dinosaurs and stuff like that. And there's also a Nickelodeon orange carpet dino wrap. So, yeah. Uh, I, I've heard some other people didn't, didn't like the film too much. Uh, I'm kind of in the middle. I mean, it could have been closer to... I don't know. I wanted to see like a, a kid... A really kid-friendly version, I guess, of like Jurassic Park. Yeah, I mean Jurassic Park is kind of kid-friendly. So I, of. well, yeah, I know what you mean. I, I, I didn't see the film in theaters either. Uh, the uh, 
the marketing campaign I thought was a little weird, partly because I remember seeing posters for it and some standees yeah. at my local movie theater. And it almost seemed to me like it was it was meant for IMAX, but like a science it was a science movie. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I thought it was gonna be some kind of a kind of like the uh, the that Madagascar Island of Lemurs. Yeah. It's coming out only in like IMAX three D Right, IMAX three D with CG dinosaurs. Like, oh, okay. And then I saw a preview for it, and I'm like, what? There's some kind of a dramatic thing. It's at the land before time meets, you know, Disney's dinosaur. But but uh, anyway. Which, oh, yeah, I was going to say, like, uh, some people have drawn criticism to dinosaur for basically being the land before time. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. But we won't get on that. We would, yeah, yeah. tangent. Uh, but, yeah, I also wonder how this would have been in 3D since it was done that way. I Maybe I'll eventually find out. I don't know. But uh, the next thing, which just came out in theaters this past weekend, we briefly touched on it before we got into the news, or our new releases section, rather, was Rio 2 came out in theaters. Uh, and I saw it this past weekend with, with just our friend Justin and my son Patrick. Uh, we saw it in 3D, which I think added definitely added to it for that movie with all the flying that goes on and, and whatnot that adds to the 3D effects. Uh, and I, I definitely, th- I think the first movie is a little bit stronger of a story. Um, there's a few villains in that, this, I wasn't sure exactly was supposed to be the main villain. And if we were actually even really supposed to care about the villain at all, uh, Jake T. Austin comes back as, uh, is the kid from the first film. Do you remember? Yes. And he has one line. So That's it? Yeah. So I don't know if like he did more work than that and then like cut out some of those scenes, but I was like, man, I guess he came in for like maybe like two hours, recorded a few lines, and that was his work on the film. Yeah. Same thing. Same thing with Tracy Morgan, his character, uh, the the pit the pit or the, the bulldog the bulldog uh, in the film. He's not in it that often either, which is interesting since he was such a popular character from the first film. It makes sense though with the fact because like Jewel and their their kids. And, and blue all go to like the deep Amazon, so it makes it makes sense that a dog wouldn't really be able to follow them all the yeah, way there. Yeah, I was wondering about that because they, you know, they advertised all all the different characters were returning, yeah. but I was thinking, are they all going into the jungle <laughs> too? Or, yeah, like not are not, they not, not to it? give like too much away, like but he he's like in the beginning of the film and he's near the end of the film, but he's okay. not like really in that gotcha the center section of it. And so many characters in this movie, too. Yeah, there's a bunch of uh, new characters. Uh, Blue's family. I mean, not Blue's family. Jewel's family. Jewel's family. Uh, she finds them again. Uh, it's kind of like if you mix Meet the Parents with uh, with, yeah. with Rio. And her ex-boyfriend. Or uh, oh, yeah, some ex-dude. Like, yeah. In a, in a, yeah, and then like... Um, Bruno Mars shows up. Yeah, and, and Blue feels threatened both by that her dad doesn't like him and that by Bruno Mars' character. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, I, I liked uh, the way they brought Nigel back, too, and then the new characters with him, like that Christian Chenoweth does the voice of the... Uh, I don't remember what, the, what her character's name is, but the, the, the frog, the poisonous frog. Yeah. And she was pretty funny. There's The music was great in this one, too. I liked that. Uh, especially with adding, you know, Bruno Mars and Kristen Chenoweth. Well, actually, some yeah, some singers, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I mean, that that was great as well. Andy Garcia was was funny as Jules' dad, and 
I don't I don't know. There's some parts of the story I, I didn't like, and like the the human villain, I didn't really think was. I mean, they could have like developed him a little bit more. I did like how they, like what they did with Nigel in this. <laughs> like he was out for revenge on Blue for like what happened to him in the first movie. <laughs> and there's like some nice flashbacks with him going through the propeller and it like rips off a bunch of his feathers so he can't he can't fly now oh so that's a nice little thing in it too but yeah i I liked him in there and he had some some funny stuff going on too so i would definitely say if you're going to watch it go see it in 3d uh in theaters if you don't have a 3d tv at home Uh, otherwise maybe uh, i don't know because i i liked the first film better I just because I just think the story was stronger in that one. Like, there's more of. I mean, you felt kind of stronger and more connected to the story in that one than this one. Feels like it's a little bit more over all over the place. I did feel like there was really like a conclusion for some of the characters, and it kind of just ended. But I don't know. I, I think it would definitely be worth still checking out. What did Patrick think? He enjoyed it. I mean, uh. He enjoys most every single movie that we go to see. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, he enjoys some more than others, but he liked the, he liked, he liked the poop jokes. <laughs> and, and some of the, like, the jokes like that, which... Mm-hmm. I liked the stuff they did with the, with the alliteration, like with Nigel, too, where it was like, I'll be pooping on your party promptly. <laughs> and, and, like, they did some other stuff like that with lines that he had with alliteration. So I thought that was funny. That's funny, okay. But yeah, uh, I mean, obviously it did well enough this weekend where it almost beat Captain America in the box office, so I would definitely say it's not doing too bad for itself. So, yeah, if you haven't already seen it, go check it out this weekend. All right, and with that, those are our new releases and reviews for the week. We'll be back in a few seconds with our news section. Let's go fly a kite up to the highest height let's go fly a kite and send it soaring up through the atmosphere up where the air is clear oh, and we're back with our new section for the week uh, you want to take out the the first new story Stanford? yeah definitely so uh i'm going to pose this as more of a question mark because nothing's official but but uh it's been rumored that that comedian T.J. Miller is joining the voice cast of Disney's Big Hero Six, and that he's voicing the character of Fred. And uh, T.J. Miller actually tweeted this out uh, on his own, you know, personal Twitter account. And I saw the tweet, and included included in the tweet was uh, he had uh, embedded the the video that we've all seen a lot that Disney put out last year of of uh, that San Francisco sequence, like those 30 seconds of just kind of showing San Francisco at night with the cable car going down the hill, you know, and then yeah. with, the, with the pan with the pan back. Uh, and then I think the the the, uh, interweb, the internets went crazy over it for a bit, and then it got, the tweet got pulled. Yeah, and, I'm sure uh, Disney probably got Yeah, I was just saying, just, so... I'm not doubting that this isn't, you know, going to happen because I think he'd be a good choice. Yeah. For for it, from what we what we what we know about this character Fred and I think it could be a lot of a lot of fun plus he's 
you know, kind of hip and popular and all that stuff, I think. Uh, so be two big films for TJ Miller. This yeah, year. that's really and good for him. You know, that's a real, that's a real coup for him, but, uh, I'm still posting it as a rumor because we don't know yet. Nothing's been officially announced. So yeah. what's your take on it? Uh, I mean, I'd be happy with it if it definitely is, ends up being official. I mean, I'm sure we'll find out soon, like the next month or so. Yeah. More casting. I thought I, I remembered hearing some other uh, possible casting for the movie too, but it should be interesting to, to see exactly who else they cast for the film but yeah he definitely fits or seems to fit for uh for that character so yes i'm i'm definitely interested in seeing how that plays out and i'm interested i'm gonna be happy to see him in how to train your dragon 2 later this year too. right right but yeah the speaking of walt disney animation studios the the next little bit of news we have is that frozen has now officially become the top grossing Animated film of all time. Of all time. Took over yeah. Toy Story 3. Yeah, right now, it's. I think it's number eight in the top ten. I mean, Mark, it's just crazy. I can't believe it. It just keeps going. I wonder if it'll be Avatar. Ah, I, you know, I doubt it. I, I'm surprised that it may made it to number eight well i was, I was gonna well, say then 10. then maybe maybe the oscars would, would take animation a little bit more seriously well if, if yeah. the number one film of all time was an animated it was film. an animated film which actually avatar is it an, yeah <laughs> exactly true like true. i would say like 80 percent of that movie is animated yeah but yeah uh yeah so it's around number eight now like when we posted the new story it was at number 10 so i mean it keeps going up it's now overtaken The Lion King, which was at 987.5 million, and Pixar's Toy Story 3, which was at 1.063 billion. And that's not including, like, uh, you know, other releases of, like, Lion King in 3D or IMAX yeah. over the years. But, yeah, I mean, that's pretty crazy. That's crazy. So Amazing. I bet Disney's hoping the same thing happens with Big Hero 6. Well... And every other film, you know, that yeah. they release. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but yeah, that, that's definitely good for financing other films, especially with some of the like the layoffs they had to do last year at Disney. That's probably making them really like, all right. Maybe we'll, we'll hire some some people back. Well, right, and that they can feel confident about their slate and keep keep cranking out great movies like they're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So going from Frozen, now we're gonna go to Batman. Have you got a chance to watch this short yet? It actually no. It actually, yeah. What did you? I you know I just seen the pictures when we published the article. Uh, it looks so cool. How is it? I I thought it was it was great. I mean Bruce Tim, you know, doing Batman. That's kind of where everybody fell in love with, with Batman again after like in an animated form. Yes. But yeah, it looks great. It's it's in black and white. It's it's very cool. It's uh, it makes you want more Batman the animated series cartoon episodes. But yeah, I thought I thought it was great. It's definitely worth checking out. It's where did you see it? Does it is it on the uh, Warner Brothers site somewhere? Uh, or I saw it somewhere on YouTube. It it was on okay. TV on TV during the DC Na- Nation right they put, they, on Cartoon the DC Network. Nation, yeah, block. Which hopefully that'll get kind of rebuilt a little bit now that our, our dear friend at Cartoon Network is. Not there anymore. Yeah. 
They didn't want to play cartoons on yeah. Cartoon Network. Yeah, speaking of that, my son and I just started watching Young Justice on, on Netflix. Yes. What do you uh, think? I'm really enjoying it, especially since it's in HD on there, because I've had the DVDs, but it's nice watching it in HD, because also the DVDs I have that I got as review copies were halfway through season one and then like the first half of season two. Uh -huh. so, so I could never really start watching it, because I didn't want to like just start halfway through. Like, I mean, I had to watch a little bit of it so I could, you know, review those DVDs, but I didn't really like want to really get into the show halfway through the first season yeah but yeah that, that show's great and then they have green lantern the animated series on there now in hd as well so i'm glad netflix is getting stuff like that but yeah so yeah hopefully cartoon network adds a few more dc animated shows to the, their lineup hopefully bring back uh batman um beware the not beware yeah, was it, yeah beware the batman <laughs> too because that was kind of taken off the schedule. It wasn't really said if it was canceled or not. So we'll see what happens with that too. But the next thing I'm talking about another show coming back is there's going to be a new season of Mickey Mouse shorts that actually is started on the 11th on the have Disney channel. Yeah. Have you seen that uh, cable car chaos I, I, short Mark? I have not seen that one yet, but it's fine. I didn't you realize just... this was a second season of it. I thought like they'd already been, had done like a second season because you know the way like they split it up on itunes yeah like they had the volume one and volume two i don't know if there's a volume three on there now but i was like okay i thought that we already did season two yeah i thought it was interesting the way that it it, it got worded but yeah. i'm just happy that they're that they're continuing with them they're they're clever they're fun uh, they're uh you know so, really uh, fun same creative team is back yeah. just just cranking out more how how many episodes were in that quote unquote first season then? You know, that's what I'm trying to think. I need to look on iTunes. Were there like ten or something or twelve? Yeah, ten or twelve. So maybe like I guess that that's how they count it as like a standard like initial thirteen episodes. I, I guess, yeah. And the the getting, longest episode they did though was the the Potato Land one, which yeah, was like seven minutes. Seven minutes. Otherwise, these are all what, like two and a half, three yeah. minutes. Yeah. So that was that was. I thought that was weird when that one was seven minutes, but yeah, yeah, I, I like all these. I like the, the only one that was kind of weird was that one uh, with uh, Minnie, Mount, Minnie and Mickey at, at dinner and like Goofy. It's like the third wheel, and then like he eats eats them, and then like oh, yeah. something's going on in his stomach. <laughs> yeah, something. The, the Disney people yeah. let that one slip by. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that was weird. that was like the only kind of uh, somewhat questionable right. one. But I thought, yeah, all the other ones have been pretty. Uh, awesome. I like the the Halloween one. They did with the, the zombie, Halloween one, zombie really goofy fun. too. That was great. Too. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I'm definitely I'm gonna check that one out. Probably it's probably on YouTube already and everywhere else they have like iTunes and, and on yeah and on their Disney app, Disney app, and Disney dot com. Yeah, it's everywhere. Uh, going back to, to Batman, uh, the son of Batman is going to be premiering at WonderCon. This week. Yeah, on the 18th. Uh, Blu-ray is going to be coming out pretty soon. I'm not, I don't know the exact date. Of top, May 6th. So hopefully you'll be getting a copy of that to check out as well. Uh, Jason Amara is coming back as Batman. He did the voice of Batman in, uh, in the, what was it, the Justice League War that they just did as well 
So it's I guess it's staying with the the new 52 continuity that they started with with Justice League War. I don't know if these are supposed to be connected in that way still or if just because he's doing the voice. I don't know. But I'm I'm interested in checking this out because I like the storyline uh, from Batman and Son, and I would definitely have to, have to see it animated and whatnot. What do you What do you think? I think it looks cool. Yeah, I you know, I'm, I think you know as we've discussed, uh, the DC and Warner Brothers people can't get their act together with these live action, you know, movies on their comics. But boy, these animated ones are cool and. Uh, uh, these, these, uh, I think these films are great, and this looks like a really interesting storyline and, and uh, just a, definitely, uh, yeah, cool film. Oh yeah, and, uh, Jean Car- Giancarlo Esposito from Breaking Bad is doing the voice of Rosh Al Ghul. So yeah, and uh, all, all the cast is like TV actors too, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, or people that have been on TV shows like Jason Amaro, that was Tarnova, Grace uh, Stewart Allen from Grey's Anatomy. Is doing uh, the voice of Damien. Uh, Tom Skipson from Criminal Minds is Deathstroke. Myrna Packard from Homeland is Talia Agul. Xander Berkeley is from Nikita is Langstrom. Dave McKellum from NCIS is playing Alfred. And then, like I said, Giancarlo Esposito is Raj Agul. And then Sean Mayer from Firefly is Nightwing. And then Bruce Thomas is Gordon from Kyle XY. So, yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to checking out Son of Batman. That looks pretty awesome. And then what do you think about this next bit of news? Well, so, uh, you know, we read and we put it, we put it a link to it on our site that on the Animation Fascination site that the composer of the original record, Ralph, his name's Henry Jackman, uh, mentioned in an interview that he was working on the sequel. And it was just, you know, it was just like a passing comment. <laughs> and then, you know, I think the animation community freaked out by, by reading that. Uh, so I think what that tells us that clearly, and, they, and they, you know, it makes sense that, that they're, Disney's got to be thinking about a, a seat. It's such, it's such a perfect, if, if any movie in their catalogs scream sequel, it's Wreck-It Ralph, just because... What cool stuff can be done? You know, infinite things can, can be done with it. Yeah, and, like even with how well Frozen's doing, there's not really a place. No, there's, exactly. You can't really think of like a, a good sequel just like off the top of your yeah. head. But with like Rocket Ralph, there's like multiple oh. ideas. That's, I mean, like the same reason why they, they've always been trying to do a New Friend Roger Rabbit too. Yeah. Because of all the stuff you can do with that, it, with the animated characters and live action. A, yeah, interesting and compelling, compelling idea. So. I'm almost we'll su- oh go ahead. No, please. I was gonna say I'm almost surprised, like with the original Ralph film, that uh, where the arcade was, that they didn't shoot that live action. Oh yeah. Instead of having it animated as well, just to kind of give it more of a separated uh, feel from the. Yeah. But I mean, they've they've already established that the quote unquote like real world is that world is that animated one too, unless it's not. Unless that's also a game too, and they're it's, in, it's inceptioned. <laughs> it's a game within a, a game. Right. right. So my hope is that the, they've got Rich Moore back on board, yeah. and that they're they're uh, developing something cool. It's going to be done uh, at Disney Animation Studios. You know, the feature animation team working on it, 
and they're going to do a, a full on, uh, full on sequel. But again, you know, who knows? Here, this poor composer just said it in passing, and maybe they had to, you know, he had to get his hand slapped yeah. <laughs> for just saying, you know. And they could also always be writing like a like a short kind of thing, like kind of like oh yeah, tangled ever after, right? Or right. something or, along the lines of right. that. Yeah. But if they do do a feature, that'll be the. Uh, I mean, if you count Winnie the Pooh from 2011 as kind of a sequel to like the many, the many adventures of Winnie the Pooh, mm-hmm. or and I mean, and then obviously Rescuers and Rescuers Down Under, those would be like the only other sequels within like the actual established yeah. canon, the Disney canon animated yeah. features. Yeah. So that'd be interesting to see a record Ralph too. And uh, speaking of wreck it Ralph, John C. Riley is actually doing the the narration for the Disney Nature movie that's coming out. Yes, I saw Friday that. Too. I saw so. some press pictures of of, of uh, John C. Riley hanging out with Jane Goodall. Yeah. And, uh, yes. And I I saw like a little clip of it and the the vo- him narrating. I just thought of Ralph narrating the film. <laughs> so. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I want to see that just from that clip I saw it too because it, s- it seemed like he was doing it very kind of improv-y with uh, the way that like, he was narrating the film. It was funny. Like he was like the like some bear was was sleepy after eating, and the bear was like smelling its foot, and he's mm-hmm. like, "Oh, this bear is full after eating. I'm not sure exactly what it's doing right now," and then like another bear was like kind of nodding off like sitting up and then like its head was going back up really quick like it was like wait i wasn't falling asleep he's like this bear reminds me of my dad <laughs> as, he's wa- as he's watching tv and he's like hey i was watching that show. Uh, so i actually could have some humor in it rather yeah. than just be a really a really dry nature documentary yeah <laughs> well, that's I mean, smart i've enjoyed the other ones that we've done so far i've like the African cats and chimpanzee. You know, oh, they're beautifully filmed. Yeah. Oceans and Earth. Yeah. So, Oceans, I think, is the only one I actually don't have. And then they did the uh, Wings of Life, which was like the the different animals with wings. Mm-hmm. I didn't uh, see that one either. I think that was, was that just a direct-to-DVD? Yeah, that was like a direct-to-video Disney Nature one that they did. Like, they, they did a Crimson... Yeah. Wave or something with like flamingos. That one About was like flamingos. A, mm-hmm. straight to DVD and Blu-ray as well. These all look really awesome on Blu-ray too oh, because of like beautiful photography. Yeah. yeah, top notch. It takes them like two to three years to shoot all of these to get like all the footage and whatnot too. So, uh, like, it's, I think the the first one that they did Earth was like the only one where they actually had taken footage from like from other. Like stuff like that, like the, yeah, that's from the stuff from Planet Earth, yeah, yeah, because some of the stuff in there was like the same shots you can see if you if you watch the the BBC Planet Earth special. But the last thing we're gonna talk about from from Disney is that the ultimate in kind of mixing things that would go together is Hot Topic is gonna be doing <laughs> a line of Maleficent clothes. Shocking. Which I mean, it definitely fits. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jessica just wrote something up about it the other day. You can pre-sale for this stuff begins today as we record this on the website, and then it'll be available in the actual stores in May, closer to when the film comes out. And there's like a like a caped hoodie, like with like wings and stuff. 
and there's like a corset dress with like a like a high collar that kind of looks like Maleficent's collar, and then there's like a like a Maleficent tea kind of dress, and then there's also two Aurora themed things for people that uh, like would, would want to wear that. It's a, like a white bell sleeved dress and a lace top. So uh, both things that neither of you or I would be wearing since they're all yeah. <laughs> aimed at girls, but. Uh, and that, but they're also going to be doing like T-shirts and stuff too, with like the, the animated character of Maleficent as well as Angelina Jolie's version of Maleficent as well. So, yeah, they, they always make all the, the cool uh, Disney animated shirts at Hot Topic for, only for girls. Because <laughs> there's been like a all, like a bunch of like Lion King shirts I've seen there, or like Aladdin shirts, but they're but like they never have any of that for they like never for, any for, for guys. guys. I was like, yeah. what, the, what the heck? I want exactly. I want Disney shirts too. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. So I mean, if you're interested in some of those, you can go buy them right now online or in the store in May, and wear them when you go go see the movie. Go see Maleficent in the May. Yeah. Oh, and you can get your nice set of Maleficent horns too, because I'm I'm sure they're probably going to be selling something like that. Too. <laughs> They, they handed okay. some out like that out at D23, didn't they? Well, they were paper. It was just a paper oh, yeah. thing that you would tie around your head or, you know, that you'd attach around your head so it looked oh, like yeah. you had uh, horns. But a lot of people were wearing them and seemed excited about <laughs> excited about the film. I remember so. uh, we did that, that part one of that episode with you and then we did part two with the, the girls from Media Fondue. All right. And, uh, one of them was wearing the horns and John Lasseter happened to walk by and said, nice horns. <laughs> <laughs> that's right i forgot that story that's great <laughs> but yeah that's that's all our news for the week we will be back in a few seconds with our new trailers with our new trailers for the week. Both of these have flying characters in them. Uh, the first one is Planes, Fire and Rescue, the sequel to the critically acclaimed Disney Toon Studios. And beloved. Uh, yes. Uh, and box office success. Yes. Planes. Uh, what, what do you think about the the trailer to this? You know, I, again, I'm a big fan of the world of cars. I, yeah. I love, I just love the, how they bring in nature and architecture into these different elements and what they did in the Cars movies now, what they're doing, you know, with with um, airplanes and whatnot. Really, it looks really fun. I think the movie itself, you know, sorry, it looks dreadful. But the, <laughs> the design of it, I really like, like quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, what's your take? I was trying to get a... a f- feel for like the movie like if they're trying to be like super dark with this one or not it's weird i can't tell and then you know they, they put in a lot of some of the gags that are going into the movie clearly in the trailer but well it starts you know, off with like a native american like narration at the yeah, beginning of it west west duty yeah i was like are 
Are they going to have a Native American airplane or He's a helicopter. Oh, he's a helicopter? Yeah, he's a big heli- He's that big green helicopter. I can't remember his name. I wrote it up in the, in the article and then promptly forgot it. I, but, was like, I was like, that could be... If they don't handle it the right way, that could be uh, done very badly and look kind of like um, Tiger Lily's dad in Peter Pan. Well, right. But also, again, I think you know, it's one of those they probably have a... a Strong conservation yeah. theme, and whoever is messing up the, the you know being careless in the forest, right, is going to get in trouble. I don't know if it's some. I wonder if there'll be like a Smokey Smokey the Bear airplane, Smokey the Bear airplane, or Smokey the Bear car, or something, yeah. <laughs> fire truck. <laughs> yeah, they got a pretty interesting voice cast for this yeah. film. I, I, th- I think it's funny that uh, Eric Estrada is d- doing the voice of a helicopter yeah, cop. Yeah, of a, of a helicopter cop. and A hel- helicopter. Surprised <laughs> I didn't just do that. Yep. And a few, I can, you know, again, I've, I've, I've probably, like Hal, Hal, Hal Holbrook, uh, Fred Willard, uh, Jerry Stiller, and Ann Mira are playing right. a couple of RVs. Uh, Ed Harris. Patrick yeah. Warburton. I was like, Ed Harris. Yeah, uh, Kevin Richardson. <laughs> I mean, so, uh, uh, Julie Bowen from Modern Family. Oh, yeah. And Happy Gilmore. Yeah. So, anyway. And then, Dave, of course, Dane Cook is back as yeah. as Dusty, Crop Hopper. So, anyway, I think, you know, and I, I, I'll shut up about this, Mark. If Disney would just d- release this direct-to-video, I wouldn't even bat an eye. Because I just think, yeah, that's where it belongs. But as they, you know, they put it in the theaters and people think, oh, we're going to a Disney movie. And they come out and think, oh, that wasn't very good. Like, well, of course it wasn't. It wasn't meant to be a theatrical feature, you know? It makes me, it just drives me insane. Well, then I'm upset about the people that still think it's a, that they're being made by Pixar, too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, anyway. Well, I, like, I'm talking about that. Uh, I sent a picture to you and I posted it on our fan page, too, about the, the Disney animators Twitter page retweeting. All the uh, the tweets to them about how awesome Rio Two was. Yes, <laughs> Disney did the best job with Rio Two. It's <laughs> yeah. funny. I thought that was funny because uh, I mean, if you saw the movie, you saw that there wasn't a Disney logo anywhere in yeah. front of the movie at all. It's just, yep, Legos, but still. And you know, thankfully for Disney, money talks. Probably loudest of all. So uh, hopefully, we'll, well, I guess we'll see. I don't think Planes was a huge... I guess Planes did okay, considering yeah. it all, right? But I don't think it was a smash hit by any by any means. And then, like, the only reason we're getting a sequel less than a year after the first one was because they were producing all three of these at, at the same time, since yeah. they were supposed to be direct-to-video. Yeah. So, yes, there, there will be a third Planes as well. I don't know if... Well, that'll probably be in theaters too, and probably in June of next year. Next summer, yeah. Because it was August for right for yeah, it was August. And then this one's July, so yeah, the next one will be in June. So anyway, and again, I'll be so ticked if the Big Hero Six trailer is put in front of Planes Fire and Rescue. It's either that or Maleficent, you know. Blah. <laughs> don't make me go to either one. <laughs> I can see it being in either in, in front of either one of those, or like we were saying, I think it could be in front of guardians of the galaxy yeah which is what i'm which is what i'm rooting for but frankly i'll take i mean i just listen i'll be excited for a trailer whenever it comes out but 
Yeah. I, hopefully it's going to be attached to an office. I want to be surprised if they just widely released that test footage as a, a teaser trailer. Yeah, exactly. And then like have maybe like one other like scene, mm-hmm. like where you see like all like characters like jump on screen for like two seconds and then it's like Big Hero Six November seventh. Because yep. I mean, because uh, that was interesting what they did with the Frozen teaser trailer. It was a scene that wasn't even in the movie. Yep. And then I th- always thought that was funny too because then they intercut scenes of that teaser trailer into like the final theatrical trailer i know which is very funny and then the the blu-ray there's a screenshot on the back of it that's of um zvian from that teaser trailer <laughs> so it's, it's like an image of, i mean I don't know. it's I more or less a, it's more or less its own short film <laughs> yep. with zvian and off and actually some of the animation in that teaser is used in different spots in the actual film. Like, you know how it opens up with, and, like, Olaf's walking by that that flower mm-hmm. and makes that face? There's exactly that same thing near the end of the actual film itself. If you go back and watch it, he he walks by, I, th- I think it's a flower or something like that, mm-hmm. in the actual film, and does the exact same bit of animation. So it's just something to to go back and check they out. They repurpose. They repurposed yeah. it. Yeah. Kind of, kind of like the Xerox era of Disney. Right. Or you guys can check out those videos on, on YouTube, with like Robin Hood dancing the same way as Jungle Book. And yeah. <laughs> Aristocats. But yeah, the the next trailer is How to Train Your Dragon Two. This is actually, I guess, the final trailer for the film. Yeah, before it comes out. And it comes out in about two months, on June 13th. June 13th? Yeah, this looks awesome. Oh, it's an epic trailer. Yeah. Really nicely done. I want to see this trailer in, in, in 3D, because I'm sure it will Yeah. Oh, it's going to look incredible in 3D. I mean, how many dragons are on the screen on some yeah. of those shots at any given time? It's remarkable. Yeah, when we were talking to, I don't remember if it was, if it was Michael who was, who was doing shots on that, or if it, it was Jason... I think it was Michael who was talking about some of the, like the crowd shots for How to Train a Dragon Two. Yeah. And I, I was, and I I didn't ever say anything during the episode, but I remembered, like thinking of like, yeah, like I'm just thinking about like how long it took to render some of those oh, scenes with like all the movement that's days, going on. You know, weeks. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe that might have been like one of the first shots they started, and like it's been rendering since the beginning of the film <laughs> right they had to get a jump start <laughs> yeah but this this looks great i like uh the the poster they released too the the last poster looks pretty awesome too it's kind of kind of what i thought it was going to be where like the repurpose some of like the images from like those individual character posters we were getting like the closest to that is like hiccup and astrid the closest to like their own character posters but I kind of um, I forget what is this? what is uh, Jonah Hill's character's name? Tough nut, not tough nut. That's not that's, tough that's, nut. that's Jared. I mean T.J. Miller. Uh, Snoutlaw is is the the big the fat kid that Christian yeah. Plus does. He's gonna be the only one I can't think of the name, right? That drives me crazy. Anyways, his character on the poster looks somewhat close to his his poster as well. But yeah, I mean, I no, really Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill is 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 not loud. He is not loud. Mm-hmm. All right. Oh, so yeah. So tough nut and and it's fish legs. Christopher. And fish, means... oh, okay. 
Yeah, see, I'm getting them all screwed up. <laughs> but <laughs> whatever. Uh, I'm I'm really excited about seeing the film, and uh, this trailer was great. I'm, they're not really shying away from who one of the characters is. If you haven't watched the trailer yet, uh, like I guess that was a big deal when the first teaser trailer came out was that they revealed that. But what do you think about that without, I guess, giving anything away if someone hasn't? You know, I, I wondered if they were giving away a little too much, but clearly it's going to play a big role in the plot. Also, this is, yeah. you know, the second film of a trilogy that they're being very deliberate about, it sounds like. So I guess they, they made a big enough reveal. I, clearly, you wonder if this reveal happens early in the film. Yeah. Maybe sometime during Act One, but uh, anyway, uh, it's the the animation looks great, and and hopefully it's going to be yeah, just like the you can see how far our animations come, just like in the like uh, Hiccup's dad's beard, like you can see oh, much yeah. more lifelike that looked, like especially yeah. some of like the close up shots of that, and like all of the the characters that are turning look fantastic, so. I cannot wait to see how to train your dragon too. And actually, I don't know if you took one of those like those silly tests that people have been posting on Facebook, but the which DreamWorks uh, character are you? Uh huh. And I got Hiccup. So. Oh cool! I, think I saw that you posted that. Yeah. yeah see, you know, I guess we'll see who, who you get. One of my friends got Shrek, and then somebody else got Toothless, and they and they replied to mine. They're like, I got Toothless BFFs. <laughs> So, nice. Yeah, I, I was glad I got Hiccup. I would have been, like, if I had got, I don't know, like, a uh, donkey or something, I would have been probably <laughs> kind of upset about that. That I got, like, like, at least a cool... You got a cool one. You got one of the coolest, yeah. And that it was a human. Definitely. Yes. But, yeah, I, I'm really excited for How to Train a Dragon, too. And I, I know that a bunch of other people are as well. And then this, I'm calling it right now that this will be one of... The films that gets nominated for best animated feature for an Oscar for next year too. All right, go on. DreamWorks might actually have two, because I think Mr. Peabody and Truman was really well done too. Uh, I'm not feeling it too much on, on Home right now, like with that the teaser slash short yeah, film we got. Yeah, that, that little. Mm -hmm. But I think Mr. Peabody and Sherman and How to Train Your Dragon two definitely have a shot at getting best animated feature. Oscar nominations, Box Trolls definitely is going to be on there. And I would assume Big Hero 6 is going to be on there too. So that's, that's what, one, two, three, four. They usually do five, so. Mm -hmm. Maybe. Legends of Oz. Yeah, no. <laughs> Not. Maybe, uh, no. Uh, da, 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 da. Maybe Lego Movie? You know, I wouldn't be surprised if the Lego Movie gets a nomination because it was so, so so successful and yeah. just so solid. You know, so well done. Yeah, actually, I think yeah, that's probably what it'll be. It'll be Bigger Row Six, Box Trolls, Lego Movie, Mr. Peabody and Sherman, and How to Train Your Dragon Two. So those are my predictions now. We'll All see, right, we'll see if they they come true. Write it, yeah, write those down. Remember those. <laughs> Yeah, and definitely I can see Dreamworks getting two this year with like Pixar not having a film out and Disney only having one film out that, that would actually, you know, get an Oscar nomination because Planes isn't going to. No. <laughs> but yeah, that's those are our trailers. We'll be back in a few seconds with our recommendations. 
Never, none of the time. It's nothing but blue skies. I do with them clouds some other time. I'm gone. Let me take you to Rio. And we're back with our recommendations for the week. My recommendations this week, I have two. The, the first one we talked about it last time we did an episode with, with Tom uh, at Stanford. It was that community was going to be doing a G.I. Joe-inspired episode called G.I. Jeff. And that was on a week or two ago, and I thought that episode was, was amazing. It was like 90% animated. It, it was really cool, too, because it, it felt... Um, if you've ever watched like Robot Chicken, it kind of like Robot Chicken kind of takes things that they're referencing on that and like kind of makes fun of them a little bit. That's kind of what they were doing with this GI Joe episode, where they were making fun of like different things on GI Joe, and like how the fact that GI the GI Joes never kill any of Cobra, so they're just gonna be fighting and fighting and fighting <laughs> and then there's uh, about uh, King or I mean Cobra Commander talking about I forget the character's name but he's like he asked me if he should make his entire head out of chrome and I told him no that's not a good idea how would you do that <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah so the way that that they talk about like some stuff in there and then the the reason why the episode is done that way is is explained pretty well later on in the episode and I, I really enjoyed it i thought it was pretty funny uh and stand for you definitely need to check that out okay it's on I'll itunes right it. now it's 2.99 hd definitely worth it excellent and then uh how it should have ended released a a new uh <laughs> film for frozen and i thought that was was awesome what did you was, think about it oh, it was perfection i mean those guys are so great, and they, you know, they nail it pretty much every time. And this one was was, was yeah. particularly good. Yeah, I, <laughs> I loved the, like the thing with like the trolls actually, to me, f- felt more influential on this film than they did in the actual. Right. But I liked how the trolls were like, "You are a really bad parent." <laughs> I do, because I mean, clearly, it's the problem, you know. <laughs> I think the parents are the villains in Frozen, you know? Yeah, because, I mean, I don't know. I guess they were trying to protect her. But if they had paid attention to what he said. Right. Th- that was the whole entire and thing. Was... What it was doing to their poor daughter, you know? Actually, to both, both of them. Both of them, yeah. One felt like the, their their sister just didn't like them anymore. Yeah. It was abandoning them. And then the other one felt like they couldn't be around anybody. And then uh, they had to go and die. Yeah. So that, like, they had to deal with that, too. Um, but, oh, it's funny. Yeah, I liked how the, yeah. I liked the, the rendition of Let It Go that they did in there, too. That was <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so, yeah, you Marvel fans are going to like it, too, if you yeah. haven't seen it yet. So, definitely check it out. Yeah, my son enjoyed how literal, uh, I won't give that much away, but how, how literal Wolverine was taking it. <laughs> and I, I liked how. It was more or less could have been Hugh Jackman. You oh, know, doing, so funny. Yeah, yeah. Doing what a that. great impression, you know. Yeah. And I, I liked the little thing about telling people to subscribe at the end, too. That was a... <laughs> I do. What was, was kind of funny is that most of it is the younger Anna and Elsa in the in the short, too. So that's 
shows how much of the film they wanted them to change just from the fact that they're they never even become adults until like after the credits of of their short yeah so that was for, and speaking of how it should have ended they're actually they have i think there's about 13 best of co- compilation episodes on itunes now that you can buy for 1099 in hd yeah, that's so cool god uh, there's a super cafe uh bonus reel that's 15 minutes long like i just said and that's free so uh definitely download that at least and it, it, it's i i downloaded it the other day and it's definitely pretty awesome the way that they put these together like they put them together in like ones that kind of make sense to be together like there's one that's called treks and trilogies where they have all the star wars ones that they did together uh with the star trek one <laughs> so that's funny and then they've got like three volumes of superhero ones and so yeah they're they're awesome and i really enjoy enjoyed them so if you've enjoyed how it should have ended in the past definitely go on itunes uh, and they're also available on xbox live i guess too so you can download those on either of your devices and check them out as often and how often as you want to and what did you want to recommend this week Sandra? well you know uh, being uh living in solid city it's a bit we were the last to get any any film, you know, as far as if it, if it has some kind of a limited release or a slow release schedule. Finally, The Wind Rises showed up in Salt Lake, and they made it very difficult for those of us who wanted to see it. To It showed up in one theater for, like, a week, and then yeah. it was gone for a couple weeks, and then it appeared in another one, but it was, like, 30 miles away. Anyway, I finally I finally got to see it last week, and nice. I, I absolutely loved it. It was it, it was just as you had said, Mark. What, what a great what a great film it is! It's so beautiful. Um, so the you know the animation was it was just terrific. Just what everybody was saying. I was really wondering about the subject matter, if if how that would how that would translate in an animated film. And it was just done so, so expertly. Uh, I, I, I just can't say enough good things about it. I loved it. Yeah. I really enjoyed it too. Like what you just said about the wind rises happened with me with, uh, Ernest and Celestine. Yes. I saw that it was playing at a theater nearby me, but I don't have, have a vehicle. So it was kind of too far away to like take a bus to it. Cause it would be like two and a half hours there, two and a half hours back. Yeah. So it would be take longer on the bus than the actual film was. Than to see the film. But yeah, I, I asked somebody to go see it with me, and they didn't want to go. So, but and then it was gone by this past Friday. So I was like, yeah. darn it. He's just show up just for yeah a nanosecond. So I just prefer to see things on the big screen, and so I was yeah. so happy. I was so happy I could I could I could see it on the big screen. Great film. Yeah, I'm looking forward to the eventual Blu-ray release for that because I'm sure it'll yes. this will be a Disney Ghibli Blu-ray release yes. again. So it'll be the, the blue and gold spine again. You saw the English dub too, right, Mark? The new yeah. English dub that was done. Is that what you saw? Yeah, that's what that's okay. what I, I saw too. All right. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I liked that. I thought Jason Gordon Lovett did a good job. Oh, the cast was great. Yeah, I liked yeah. John Krasinski. As his, yeah, as I did friend. too. Which Very is funny good. because uh, the the love interest for Joseph Gordon Lovett in the film is Emily Blunt. Emily Blunt, which is John Krasinski's wife. Yeah, and uh, she she did she did a fine job. 
She if, spoke with an American accent, if I'm not mistaken, yeah. too. For a Japanese character. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Which was interesting. Uh, yeah, and then like Stanley Tucci did the, the did a voice in there as well, mm-hmm. in an Italian accent for an yeah. Italian character. For an Italian character. But yeah, I, I always they always do a really good job at casting for the, for the American dub versions of these films too. So uh, that's always a, a thing to be excited about with the Studio Ghibli, Ghibli films as they come out in the U.S. So yeah, yeah. If you guys haven't seen The Wind Rises, I would say go check that out. I'm not sure if it has a Blu-ray release. It doesn't. So. I checked before we recorded today, and it's it still hasn't been announced that I can you know that I could find. But maybe it does. But it doesn't seem like anything's been announced yet. Yeah. So when that comes out, you'll definitely have to pick that up, just because you know, Studio Ghibli films are worth picking up. Uh, yeah. And then if, before we close out. Have you heard that the rumor about uh, they're going to release Frozen on Blu-ray again in October? Yes. As 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 the 3D version. So they'll do a 3D like, version and hope maybe put some more bonus features on it or something. And, and then I heard that someone said it might be like part of the Diamond. Yeah. Collection. Yeah, I've 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 heard rumors about that too. Has have you? Is there anything substantiated about it, Mark? What I you? haven't heard anything yet other than what I saw in Stitch Kingdom. I, okay. I, I even. Uh, sent my, my Disney contacts like questions about like those June possible releases of the Disney films and that Frozen one and they said they weren't sure yet but that they would let me know as soon as as they knew so I'd be so surprised if Disney doesn't do that given just what a juggernaut Frozen is I mean why not earn another more I just hate when, another when trunk just, load of money yeah I just hate when studios double dip because, oh, absolutely! I because mean, it so sucks to be the person. Well, yeah, because it sucks to be the person that like was a huge fan of something, to go out get that, and then then like oh, a few man. months later they release a better version of it. Ugh, it drives me crazy. But like that's, it... that's still why I haven't bought uh, the movie Drive because there was a uh, like there was a, a rumor like they were gonna do like an, a really packed version of Blu-ray of that. And they never released that yet, so I still haven't bought the movie, even though I, I liked it a lot. But I remember there was a rumor way back that they were going to release the PG-13 version of Robots with like all of this added content of different lines that Rob Williams had done for his character. <laughs> I really wanted to get that, and then that never ended up happening. But that would have been awesome for Blue Sky to oh, actually put out a PG-13 version yeah. of, of Robots. <laughs> Can you imagine that? That would've been awesome. The grown-up version. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. I, I'm sure there's a PG-13 or rated R version of Aladdin too. Oh, there would have to be. <laughs> since they just let him go with you know, with oh, you know, no restraints. He just could. Okay, yeah. uh, speaking yeah. speaking of Aladdin, uh, they had a preview of the Aladdin Broadway oh, yeah. show on Good Morning America this morning. And Jonathan Friedman, who was Jafar in the animated film, is playing Jafar on Broadway, which is pretty awesome. I know. Isn't that great? Yeah. Uh, which was funny because I was just watching Once Upon a Time in Wonderland with my wife last night with Naveen Andrews playing Jafar on that show. And, and Jafar's staff even got its own uh, origin story. Whoa. Yeah, which is, which was takes on many meanings after you watch that if 
Yeah. But yeah, I'm I'm kind of hoping that they bring Jafar onto the Once Upon a Time in some way because I like Naveen Andrews from playing Saeed on Lost and and now that he was on that, I like him on that too. So I know I guess they're having the the guy who played the Nave of Hearts who was also Will Scarlet. Uh, he's he's probably coming on to Once Upon a Time in season four. If they get a season four, which they probably will, because uh, Robin Hood is a bigger character now on Once Upon a Time. So, and they just had Robin Hood on uh, another episode of Once Upon a Time in Wonderland. So it's kind of cool to see like some crossovers with stuff like mm-hmm. that. That's, these are definitely cart or I was gonna say cartoons shows that you should check out if you do like a lot of the like the old school kind of like Disney films and because they have tie-ins to like the Disney versions of these characters as well as like the original uh, literary uh, literary literary versions of those characters as well like they had an episode recently had Lumiere on it so that was pretty awesome too that's cool but yeah that that is our show for today don't forget you guys can follow us individually on twitter i'm at mark vibbert m-a-r-c-v-i-b-b-e-r-t and i'm at stanford clark or you can follow the show at animated podcast you can also feel free to email us at animationfascinationpodcast at gmail.com Visit our site where you can check out all the news stories that Stanford, Jessica, and all our other writers are posting all the time at animationfascination.wordpress.com. You can also join the over 750 people that have also liked us on Facebook just by searching for Animation Fascination. So, for myself, I'm Mark Rivert, Stanford Clark, and all of our team at Animation Fascination. We thank you for listening, and make sure to tune in again next time, guys. Talk to you soon. Bye. can do without no auto-tune. Oh, no, he didn't. If you try to keep me down, I'll just come back stronger. You try to cut me short, I'll just come